Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. We've spoken with Eric Edmondson, the CEO of Pivot Airlines, since, really since April of this year, since uh, his crew was detained or arrested, charged, and then they were bailed. Um, but they still didn't get out of the Dominican Republic. And uh, because there were drugs on their plane and in the avionics bay. And the, the crew uh, called authorities, Canadian authorities, and including the RCMP. But they've been detained in the Dominican Republic ever since. And uh, they've been threatened with death by prison gangs. Uh, last weekend with Raymond Hall, uh, Air Canada captain, former captain, and lawyer. And Mr. Hall said, Captain Hall said, if these had been U.S. citizens, they would have been released from the Dominican Republic within 24 hours because Washington would have given them no options. Uh, in this case, our federal government did, well, nothing. Inert is the best word. Eric Edmondson uh, joins us because uh, I received an email earlier in the week from Mr. Edmondson saying things are changed or are changing. And Eric, thank you very much for joining us. I understand that uh, things are looking positively for the crew returning to Canada, but there are still hurdles to cross, yes? And thanks for having me back, Roy. And, and you were actually one of the first people that I that I did reach out to because you have been with us the whole way. Uh, things things are, are looking better for the crew as it stands right now, but... Uh, in all things uh, Dominican Republic, uh, nothing's done until it's done. So there are some hurdles. We we uh, received a filing from the prosecutor that they are dismissing the case. Now, remember, of course, they've never been charged, so there's no dismissal of charges. Uh, they're just dismissing the case in general, uh, which means that the coercive measures, which is essentially the you know the the order that that restricts our people from leaving the Dominican and uh, and they'll get their passports back. So that that will in itself allow them to return to normal and, and get out of the country with the return of all of their personal assets and, and our aircraft as well. Yeah. I may have said they were charged, and I correct myself if they if I did say that. Um, so, so what caused this? I mean, last weekend we talked about the appearance of a video showing an individual uh, doing what seems to have been putting the drugs on your plane. Uh, what caused this development? Was it the video? Have you been? Has it been explained to you? It has not been explained to us. I got a call from our lawyer uh, around 9 p.m. Thursday night that said uh, they received a filing uh, with, with really no explanation. We, we've been very, very vocal. I think the video, uh, it is indisputable. There's a lot of political forces uh, in the DR of... Um, you know, trying to keep our crew in uh, in the fold in the investigation, of course, because they don't want to be looked at themselves. We do know there are some deals of people that you know may may be implicated that um, you know didn't want an investigation to continue. Those are far, far, far above our heads. You know, they're going to do what they're going to do. We really don't care. All we really care about is that our people get home. And, um, you know, we, we scheduled a, a press conference for later in November where we plan to air the video. Uh, we told the government of uh, Canada that. We told the Dominican government that. And um, at, at some point it came back to the legal channels, you know, what has to happen for that press conference not to go ahead. And uh, we said very clearly our crew need to be home. 
Yeah. Inertia on the part of the governments can re- really be changed if, if you just point to the big light on the ceiling and say, that's going to be pointed at you very soon. And uh, <laughs> that's right. you know, suddenly they find themselves capable of doing things that, are, that seemed out of their reach prior. What's the, so uh, late November for the, for the news conference with the video, what's the earliest date that you project for the crew potentially being home? It's uh, from what we understand, the, the the filing or the sign off from the judge could happen as early as Tuesday. Now, again, uh, wow. lots of delays and everything. <laughs> it, it may be a couple weeks yet, but it, it's once it is signed, there's still a process that they have to go through to you know remove themselves from the no fly list, get their passports reissued, uh, go through a bunch of uh, appearances. So you know we're thinking it'll be uh, a good result would be. At, you know, within the November time frame, first week of December would sort of be an acceptable time frame. But we're really hoping for much sooner because, of course, now they are, again, in a, an area of security threat. Now they're officially whistleblowers and, and they know who did it. And the people that did it know that they know who did it. So, you know, we really want them out of this country or sorry, out of that country. And we're, we're compelling our government to move heaven and earth to get them back to safety here in Canada. Now, so far, they've moved nothing. I, I think they, they, they did have some action over these last days to push this file across the goal line. Um, up until now, they've had a lot of great words and um, no action. And, and like you said, I think they, they did get a little active in the last, last yeah. week or so. But, yeah. man, oh, man, it took them seven months. Yeah. And it's interesting, as Raymond Hall said, if there were Americans, the American government, Washington, would have given the Dominican Republic no choice. Uh, let our people out and, and and do it today. And we did have the opportunity, and I don't know whether it was you, Eric, or whether it was Raymond who said last weekend, the bilateral uh, aviation agreement, I'm not sure what it's called, but that sort of summarizes it. Uh, if, if Canada were to, were to threaten the Dominican Republic with that being somehow uh, revoked or suspended, and that they would uh, be looking at hundreds of thousands of tourists not coming. The bottom, of, at the end of the day, the bottom line talks. Uh, absolutely. So that that's something we asked the Canadian government to do uh, several times since we provided them the video evidence. We didn't expect them to do it until we gave them the evidence, and uh, you know it, it points to a systemic safety problem in the air navigation or, or in the uh, in the bilateral agreement that allows commercial aviation between the two countries. It's it's there's simply. Um, you know, a big gap of safety in the DR, the way that they approach this to throw a, a flight crew in jail who reported narco trafficking sends a very clear message to future flight crew to uh, not look, not report. And the danger of that is, you know, in, in our case, where the drugs were planted on our aircraft was exceptionally dangerous. Uh, the risk of fire was extremely high. It was in an avionics bay. You know, if you, if you were to pick one on an airplane, and there are hundreds of places where you could hide drugs if, if you really wanted to. If you were to pick the most dangerous spot to actually put uh, you know, drugs on an airplane, it would be the avionics space where all the computers are, all the wires, all the cooling. You know, it's just it's an exceptionally dangerous place to have uh, have anything stashed there. If you want to hear more, subscribe to the Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.